You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 179. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And today we're going to talk about the differences between a project management role and a PMO leadership role. Now, you might be interested in becoming a PMO leader and you're currently managing programs or projects, or you might be in a role where you're having to do both and switch hats every once in a while from the projects you're managing to the PMO that you're running. Or you might even be trying to explain the difference. Maybe you are a project manager and you're trying to build a PMO and you need to be able to explain the difference to others. And for all of you that have been a project manager and are moving into a PMO leadership role, this is going to be a very important episode for you because what got you here will not get you there. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by my free training masterclass called How to Set Up or Elevate Your PMO. You will learn my game-changing steps to a high-impact PMO. So whether you're starting a PMO for the first time, trying to get your PMO back on track, or just want to ensure that your PMO is as high-impact as possible, this free training will get right to the heart of what really makes a difference in the eyes of your business leaders where you should focus your precious energy for the best results, and how to accelerate your PMO performance to achieve the high-impact business outcomes your business leaders are looking for. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. I'll see you there. Okay, let's dive in. Now, there are some pretty big differences between a project manager or program manager role and the role of a PMO leader. There are also a lot of places where the capabilities or areas you need to be strong overlap. For example, if you are a project manager or a PMO leader, you need to be able to bring people with you through change. You need to be able to influence, lead, negotiate, build relationships, and all the things that help really differentiate the best project managers or PMO leaders from those that are really struggling to get the projects done. And the reason for that is that it's all about the people. Everything that a project manager is doing or a program manager is doing or a PMO leader is doing is about facilitating change. Now, when I say facilitating, I don't mean administrating. I'm not talking about checking boxes or being an administrator on the projects. What I'm talking about is leading others through a process to get to the outcomes. That's facilitation. And it's an incredibly important role, but it's not the only one. All of these roles need to be good at building relationships, connecting with people, and bringing people on a journey of change. They need to be good at influencing because many times the people that you're working with on your projects, on your portfolios, are not reporting directly to you. So you've got to be good at communication and helping people understand why they're doing what they're doing and why it's important and how they're connected to it and motivating people to go on this change journey with you. And obviously, you need to be good at getting it done. 
You've got to be really strong at helping people define the work that needs to get done, figure out how long it's going to take to get done, figure out when they can do that work and ensure that that work is actually done. So all of those areas are places where you have to have strengths in order to lead others through change. There's also something that I really push our project managers to do when we're talking about becoming impact drivers, which is thinking more big picture, thinking about not just the life cycle of the project and the tasks and the deliverables and the outputs, but also the bigger picture strategy life cycle. Now, as a project manager, it's important that you understand why the work is happening, how it's going to get done, how you're going to get it done through people and ensuring that that project not just achieves on time, on scope, on budget, but also achieves a return on investment. Was this worth doing in the first place? And how do we make sure that everything we do keeps that return on investment or big picture goal of achieving the desired outcomes, not just the deliverables and outputs? Because if a project is done and it's on time, on scope, on budget, but nobody actually uses that result, it was a failure, no matter how perfect your triple constraint was. So one of the things we've been doing is asking project managers to stretch beyond the typical on time, on scope, on budget, the typical project execution focus, and look more at the whole life cycle of strategy definition, strategy execution, and strategy realization and really understand how to set these projects up for success right before they start by being crystal clear on the business reason that this project is actually happening and ensuring that success is clearly defined so that you as the leader of this project can bring everybody with you through the process of understanding why you're doing what you're doing, what success looks like, and then helping to facilitate getting to those results. And we are on a mission to ensure that all project managers understand that they must be impact drivers to really truly drive business value and be seen as influential change leaders in their organization. Now, where does the PMO come into all of this? All of that sounds like the things you've been hearing me say that a PMO leader needs to do. Absolutely. But the difference is when you are in a project management role, especially if you've got a lot of different projects going on, the project manager tends to get put on the project when the project is ready to start and taken off the project when the project ends before any real return on investment can be realized. And that's where the beauty of a PMO comes in. So whether you call it a project management office, a strategy delivery office, an agile transformation office, a business transformation office, it doesn't matter. If you call it any of those things, or if it is responsible for helping the organization achieve their strategic goals, then you have a different role to play and an opportunity to step up into more of a senior strategic business partner role. Here's what I mean. While the project manager is typically looking at the project life cycle, and even though we're stretching them to make sure that those projects are set up for success by looking at the before project activities to ensure that clear business benefits, outcomes, and ways to measure success are defined, and ensuring that that why for the project is understood throughout the whole life cycle, even when the project ends and they've been moved on to 18 other projects, you don't actually have any measurements of true success, true success in the eyes of the business leaders, 
which happens after the project is over and they start collecting data on the change success that they were trying to create. So if it's a new software system that's supposed to bring in new clients, do the new clients come? And do they come at the rate that they were supposed to? If it's an organizational change that is done to improve efficiency, are those efficiencies actually realized? Did we get better in the places we said we needed to get better for this change to be successful? So there are things a project manager can help influence, but they aren't around to actually see it through, right? They go on to the next thing. Now, a program manager has a little bit more influence and perspective on the whole strategic objectives because they are around before and after individual projects that are a part of that program. So they have a better view in the whole program, the strategic objectives of the program, and ensuring that each of those projects in the program are in alignment with those strategic goals. So now we're getting closer. Program managers need to have more of a seat at the table in the strategic conversations because they have to ensure that the whole portfolio of projects in that program are achieving those strategic goals. And they're around long enough to measure at least some of the successes of those projects in achieving that bigger strategic outcome that the organization is looking for. But a program is still a temporary endeavor, just like a project. When the strategic goals of that program are met, the program goes away. Now a PMO, on the other hand, is a business unit. Now I'm not talking about a project office that is specifically for a project and it's the team of people working on the project and when the project's done, it goes away. That's similar to a program. I'm talking about the long-term sustainable business unit that is accountable for ensuring delivery of a set of strategic objectives over a long period of time. And this is the kind of organization that is represented on the organizational chart as an established business unit. The PMO leader has a very different role to play in the organization. While many of the strengths are overlapping with influencing and relationship building and also executing, being able to get stuff done, they have a much bigger role in becoming what I call the strategy navigator for the organization. This business unit, and yes, it can be one person and many of the people that join our Impact Engine program and our Impact Accelerator coaching program start as a PMO of one. So if you're listening to this and you're going, I'm still doing projects and I'm running the PMO and ah, that's okay. That's where most of our folks start out. And then they grow from there and build out teams because they get success iterating their way to impact in our impact engine program. So back to the PMO leader, if you are in that role, you have the whole strategy life cycle perspective. You are around before the projects start executing. You are around after the projects are finished and the project manager is off working on the next 18 projects they have to run. You have the ability to help provide a comprehensive view of the whole strategy and ensure that those projects are set up for success before they've ever started because you're there before the project manager is assigned. And you also have the ability to put metrics in place and an infrastructure around post-project success to ensure that things like the deliverables of those projects being handed off to the operational business unit that's going to own them and ensuring that the ongoing measures of success are there. 
So six months, nine months, a year after a system goes in, did it see the increase in client satisfaction? Or when we made the organizational change on day one, we don't know if it was actually successful in improving efficiencies, but in six months, we should know something. So the kinds of conversations you need to be a part of and the places you need to be looking in the organization to bring others through change is different. You're looking at the whole strategic picture and trying to figure out how do we ensure that the entire strategy gets delivered in a way that achieves the highest return on investment possible. So what are the things you must do that happen before the project starts and after the project finishes to ensure that that whole life cycle is running smoothly? And needing to have this perspective requires you to have a seat at the table to be effective. In order for you to help ensure that the strategy gets delivered, you need to understand the strategy. You need to know where the decisions are being made. You need to be able to translate the nine months of development work the business leaders did to come up with this strategy. You need to understand that so that you can then help ensure that when the projects are derived from that strategy, which by the way, that's how you're supposed to do it, not strategy defined in one part of the organization and projects defined in another, and then trying to merge them together retroactively. When the projects are derived from the strategy, you can help ensure that they are set up in a way that makes the why, the connection to the business strategy, and the measurable desired outcomes are clear. And then after the projects are over, you must make sure that there are systems and processes in place to do ongoing capture of information related to those projects and the deliverables that were created to ensure they achieve their business outcome. And you may get a little pushback on this in your organization, but this is where your influencing and relationship building skills need to come in because some people may not want you to actually measure whether or not their great ideas were successful. But the key to a successful business, and we talk to CEOs from tiny little 12 person companies all the way up to global giants about the importance of this happening, about the importance of ensuring that that work is done to learn from what you have done to make sure that you know how to make the impact necessary. Great strategic ideas poorly executed are a trigger that a change needs to happen. And you need to be able to articulate that challenge, that problem, what needs to change, and be able to then feed that back into your lessons learned process, not just from a project lessons learned, but from a strategy lifecycle lessons learned so that the business leaders understand where they're strong, what good ideas actually created the results they expected and where the problems are. So at the project manager level, and even a little bit at the program manager level, there's only so much you need to know and be a part of the entire strategy life cycle. You can be an outstanding project manager and only understand the strategic objectives related to that project and be wildly successful. And that's great. If you are running a PMO, a strategy delivery office, a bigger transformation function, then you absolutely need to have that big picture perspective. You need to know what your business leaders know. You need to understand their pain points, their challenges, and you need to understand the business you're working in. You've got to have not just business knowledge about the business goals and strategy and customers. 
You also need to have business acumen by understanding things like return on investment and what that means and how to help accelerate your organization in achieving that return on investment for the strategy. When you are a project manager, you are in project leadership. You are responsible for leading people through change and you do need a seat at the table, but you don't necessarily need a seat at the leadership table. If you are running a PMO or one of these other strategy delivery functions, you need a seat at the leadership table. And you may not have it right now, but by doing the kinds of things that we talk about in this podcast and our students are going through in our Impact Engine program, you learn how to get your seat at the table. You provide that information that gets you the seat at the table because you understand how to take that big picture strategy and help the organization achieve those strategic goals. You have a different set of skills that you must invest in developing so that you can help your business leaders achieve those goals. You want your seat at the table? My friend, you have to earn it. All too often, I hear PMO leaders say, well, we should just have our seat at the table. They should just want us there. Not if you're talking project management speak to them. If you're spending your time and energy speaking to them in your project management language or your agile or your scrum or any implementation methodology language, then that's why you don't have your seat at the table. Nobody understands what you're talking about. And it's not that you can't talk about that stuff. Listen, find your peers that love geeking out on all of that and do that. But when you're in conversations with your business leaders, You need to act like they do. You need to talk like they do. You need to speak the language that they understand so that they see you as a peer to them, a strategic business advisor, a strategy navigator, a trusted partner in delivering on the strategy. That's a very different role and one that is not required necessarily at the project management level, but to be successful, truly successful at a PMO level, You've got to have that shift in how you think about and talk about the work you do and have a much bigger picture strategic perspective on the business value that you are responsible for creating because you are not there to create projects. You are not there to make sure projects are on time, on scope, on budget. You are there to help your organization achieve the highest possible return on investment for their strategy as quickly as possible. And to play that game, my friend, you've got to be able to see the entire chessboard. There's a reason the PMO Strategies logo is the queen chess piece, because all of you PMO leaders out there, strategy delivery leaders, all of you are in a position to take a hold of that queen chess piece and run the game. You have the information your business leaders need to make decisions, You have the understanding and perspective of what it takes to actually get things done and then can translate that for your business leaders to the way that they are going to be able to achieve their strategic goals. And to do that, my friend, you've got to know what those strategic goals are. So if you are making the mistake of keeping your head down and in and focusing on strategy execution only, also known as project execution, then I implore you to step up and out of the day-to-day of execution, free your calendar up, free your mind up, and free your focus up 
to not just spend your time and energy focused on the execution aspects, delegate that, automate that, streamline that so that you can play the much bigger game on that chessboard of ensuring that the strategy is fully developed, fully articulated, understood, and desired outcomes and impacts are clear so that you can then lead This is where the strategy navigator role comes in. You can lead your organization on achieving their strategic objectives and doing so in a way that makes the biggest impact possible. That's the game you should be playing as a PMO leader or strategy delivery leader. And it means that we have to make space. We have to make space for these new roles, the new ways of operating, the new areas of focus, And that means we have to let go of being in the day-to-day weeds of project execution. Someone has to do it. The people managing the projects definitely have to do it. But you, my friend, need to take hold of that chessboard so that you can figure out the best way to navigate your organization from one side of the chessboard to the other. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you are transitioning from a project management role to a PMO leadership role, and you want help building or up-leveling your PMO, then definitely check out my free masterclass on how to set up or elevate your PMO. I will introduce you to my game-changing system that we have been using for years to help organizations around the world make a bigger impact with their strategy. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. Check out our free masterclass and then let me know what you think. And if you love what you're hearing on these podcast episodes, make sure you hit subscribe so that you are the first to know when new episodes drop and download these episodes to take them with you on your high impact journey, no matter where that journey takes you. Have a high impact rest of your day, impact driver. Bye-bye for now. 